the leaps is all about um, family life, business, career, entrepreneurship, and then and then others. The last time we, we, we looked into goal setting, the vision, 2020 vision and goal setting, and then we look, uh, there, were, there were question and answers, and then from there, um, we said we're going to move into strategic planning for achieving our set goals, strategic planning for achieving our set goals. Um, I like, there's a quote I saw somewhere, it said those who uh, fail to plan, they plan to fail. I know you'll have heard about that. Um, and so some of you, one way or the other, have involved yourself in one or two planning. I mean, this can be very complex for you. Uh, if I don't want to make it too complex, but then I will start from a semi-complex point of view and take it to the simple. So listen, planning is thinking or brainstorming on the necessary activities required to achieve a desired set goal or results. Planning is thinking or brainstorming the necessary activities required to achieve a set, a desired set goal or result. The concept of planning is a process of deciding what, when, where, and how to do a certain activity or coordinated activities before embarking on um, a work. So the process of actually Deciding what, when, where, and how, um, how of every of the set goals will come into achievement by some certain level of coordinated activities and then, uh, 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 or any activity at all, uh, before embarking on the work. So it's a foolish person that we have a goal and have no plan to achieve it. All right, it's not enough to have vision. You have to break the visions down on how to, you know, you have set goals, objectives for the vision, and then breaking the objectives down, then you have to know how or plan when, why, how, what, and all that um, as to how to achieve uh, the set goals. So that's what we want to um, uh, look into, and that is very important. So I've shared with you what planning simply means. Jesus taught us planning. I want you to take note of that. Luke chapter, um, Luke chapter, chapter 14, verse 28 to 33. Uh, and then the Bible taught us planning in Judges chapter 19 and chapter 20. The old folks will remember the message that someone preached on planning. If you remember, when the Benjamites have to fight the the rest of the tribes have to fight with the Benjamites because of the challenges that occur. And then God told them to go to war. God, they prayed to God. God told them to go to war, and then they lost. And then God told them they went to meet the Lord, and then they cried. All right? Okay, verse 21, rather. Sorry. So, Proverbs 19, verse 21, where I was starting. There are many plans in a man's heart. Um, nevertheless, the Lord's counsels that we stand. So we have begun with the Lord is the actually source of our vision, inspires our goals, uh, inspires our desires. So we know that whatever we are planning, if we sit down with what he has told us, then we are on the right path. So as I was saying, concerning that Judges chapter 19 and 20, they went to meet the Lord first time and the Lord told them to go and fight. They went to fight, they lost. They came back wondering. 
They prayed again, they heard. Go and fight. They went to fight, they lost. The first time they fought, they lost the tight of the numbers of the soldiers. All right? The second time, they lost. So the third time, somebody now said, look, God, are you sure God has said, yes, we are sure. As God spoken, he has spoken. So let's sit down and have a plan. The worst strategy actually came from the military terms that you cannot invade a particular territory without putting structures in place or strategies in place. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to put strategies and businesses like that. All right? There are certain strategic plans you must have in order to invade a particular territory with your product, with your uh, services or whatever. Uh, you must have strategic plans because there is no territory that is vacant. Uh, there will be competitors. There will be um, oppositions. There will be uh, challenges. There will be um, um, environmental factors that we want to come against um, whatever you have come up with as probably idea or your goals or whatever or your businesses. Okay? So um, it's good that we know that God requires of us that we must be a planner. Give us Luke chapter 14 verse 28. I think we should read that. I, I would prefer NIV version. NIV version. It says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower, will he not first sit down and estimate the cost? I like that word, estimate. You know, NKGB says, count the costs. Or KGB says, count the cost. And estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it. Look at it. If any one of you wants to build a tower. Now, don't forget there were guys that wanted to build a tower in Genesis chapter 11, and God said is considered built. So anything that is in your heart, whether desires, imagination, revelation, uh, vision, uh, goals, that is in your heart, not the one you just wish and just write. That is in your heart, all right? God already considered them um, happened. Do you get what I'm saying? So, but then he says that despite the fact that it's considered happened, those guys, they spoke to themselves, he said, let us make bricks. That's how to achieve the door. Let us make bricks, all right? Use mortars and blah, blah, blah. So those, that is the strategy around building a tower. Look at what Jesus said here. So he was actually talking about discipleship in context, for context people, all right? But then he says, even that is a project. So he said, count the cost or estimate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it. For God does not want you to start something you will not finish. All right? God himself is a finisher. He said it is finished. So you have to finish what you started. God himself started creating the world. And then after the sixth day, Bible says he rested because the creation work was done. Look at it. He said that you have enough money to complete it. God is even factoring finance here. That it's not about just workers. You must have enough money to cope. If you have money, you have workers. If you have money, you have, do you understand? So it looks like money is a major factor here. Let's go to the next one. All right? Now, we're not talking about money today. For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him. They won't understand what is going on. So there are people that are being ridiculed because of failure to plan. Next one. And then it says, say, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. And many uncompleted projects all over the place. One of the things I hate in my life is uncompleted projects. 
Next one. He said, or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Now, you are a king. You are a king, you know that. So, in the world, there are people who are kings in different territories, in businesses, uh, in industries. So, you are going to war against another king. Will he not, because it's war. Business is war, actually. All right? Um, um, you know, I did a study to a point in a class, and then we're talking about guerrilla war. We're talking about different kind of war, and we're using it to explain what it means in business. The popular one you can see around you is Pepsi versus Coca-Cola. All right? And then when Pepsi could not win, there's this one that just came, Biggie or something. See Biggie? Uh-huh, and that just, you know, Biggie the guy. So Biggie the Coca-Cola people here. Yeah. And then they, 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 they told me that they started losing, so then um, they quickly made adjustments. So he said, suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. You know, I saw a video of Hasna. Somebody was saying, that Asna should just forget that, you know, they should just give up that, yeah, I mean, the guy, the way the guy just talk, eh, and all that. And then they were begging Liverpool that we know you are on the top of the old stuff that just lose a game. I, I think it was man you, eh, that if Liverpool, you know me, I don't follow football. But it was interesting when I saw those, some of those posts, all right? So that life is about war, actually. Um, let me tell you this. It's very funny. There are two guys who came to see me. They wanted to start business. And then they are brothers. When I say brothers, I know what I'm talking about. Born of the same mother, born of the same father. You see, because I know business is war, I told them, I said, there must be a legal contract between the two of you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Looking at the two of them, one of them can easily initiate idea. The other one can sustain and enhance and increase the implementation of the ideas and get more results. All right? You can see that it's two uh, different kind of people. So, you know, it's war. Business is war. Very soon, your children will ask you. So when Pastor was teaching all these things, where were you? Eh? Business is war. Your children will start saying, what is the matter? If you can ask your parents because of the way the Yoruba culture and then the Igbo culture is and all that, the culture you can see that the environment is changing. Children will start asking parents, what's up? Why are we in this mess? Uh -huh. So may God not make you, you will not create mess for your children in Jesus' name. Amen. You can't say better amen. amen. You know that this is, not, this is not a usual business meeting. So he say, first sit down. He wants to go and fight battle. He said, will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? Can you see that? Jesus is even saying that you have to know the numbers of people that are coming against you. So that determines the kind of the numbers of the people you go out with against them. And then you have to consider their strength, consider their vitality, their skills, their everything. If you look at wars in the Bible, skills are very, very important when it comes to war. All right? Now, go to the next one. And then Jesus said, if he's not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off. And we ask for terms of peace. Don't go for a fight that you know you are not going to win. You can always settle out of court <laughs> or settle on the streets before the fight reach your, do your, your domain. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Uh -huh. So that's very important. Now, 
having established this, because some people are already thinking that pastor wants to preach today. Uh, all right, Amos 33. There is something about something I want to share with you. And and NIV. It says, Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing, does nothing without revealing his plan to his servant, the prophet. You are a prophet. Abraham was referred to as a prophet, even though, although he's a businessman. I hope that is clear. Strategic planning is an organizational management activity. Now, I want to start from the complex now. I'll be saying things that is it will take God. Because if you're a young graduate, you may not really, really, except if you have done some advanced courses. Now, strategic planning is an organizational management activity. <laughs> Someone do is an undergraduate is thinking. All right. Activity that is used to set priorities. But these are clear statements. Priorities, focus, energy. Is used to set the organized activity that are used all right, or that is used to set priorities, focus energy and resources, strengthen operations, ensure that employees and other stakeholders are working towards common goals, establish agreement around intended results and um, outcomes, and assess an adjustment or adjust the organization's direction in response to a changing business environment. Now, can see it looks like it's complex. So what we are saying is that there is nothing you will get from the ideation to fruition, all right, that must not be included in your strategic plan. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is how God moves. If God shows you this is your destiny, then he takes you. Come and walk with me. As I unfold the plans, the step by step, you'll be. He has the plan. He has the steps. He has the manuscript. All right? He has the uh, body of instructions that you have to hear and respond to to get to where you are going. And that is what we are saying. You must have like a blueprint. You sit down. Although sometimes it has to be flexible, it can change because a change in economic weather or business environment can affect, do you understand? And then you have to make adjustments. So, but that, how does this apply to somebody who sells Maggi, somebody who sells shoes? Shunamite is going to be a very vivid example, and all of us are going to brainstorm for Shunamite. And I hope she pays me for this. All right? Because, you know, most of the time we have self employed, and then how does it affect career people? So you can see I involve the, the, the world organization. Okay? The world organization. Now, let's quickly move because I have a lot of things here. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Now let's start with a goal. Look at all of your goal. All of your goal. All of your goal, we need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, basically, it can be more than that. Your goal, number one, needs God. Number two, needs financial resources. Number three, needs human resources. Whether you like it or not, whether as partners or as investors or as co-workers, you need human resources. Need material resources. Material resources. Need activities, physical activities. Need critics. Your goal needs critics. Your goal needs critics. And look, let me tell you, you can't win the war, the business war. You can't advance, you know, you can't implement and execute your goals and ideas without preparing for critics. Please be ready for critics and oppositions. It's very important. And then your goals need enemies, stroke competitors. 
Now, because we are Christian people, uh, we must be conversant. We must not be ignorant of the vices of the devil. And at the same time, we must also be aware that there are existing competitors. Even in your career, are you getting what I'm saying? People that you go to work with, they have certain certifications that you don't have. That when there is an opportunity for promotion, they may be better than you. Are you there is competition everywhere. All right? As children of God, we don't engage ourselves in our comparing ourselves with ourselves, you know, and all that, that is foolishness. But we compare spiritual with the spiritual. But when we are talking about business terms, we are, we must be aware that even if you are not in competition with someone, someone is in competition with you. I hope that is clear. All right. So you need all those things. Then you need learning analysis and learning analysis and orders. You need to learn your goal. We need, you need to learn for your goal to come to pass. Some of you set goals that is according to the level of your knowledge. Well, if you need to really, really get certain things done that is beyond your capacity, you will need to learn more for your goals to come to pass. I mean, some of you, your 2020 vision of goals should send you back to schools. Are you getting what I'm saying? Send you back to for training and all that. Now, let me quickly just um, tell you about how to launch a strategic plan uh, according to a strategic um, according to strategic planning a scoreboard for success now i want to show you something before or before i go to that let me quickly just tell you benefits i have about five benefits here um, of strategic planning now it helps you to focus on achieving goals by careful analysis of internal and external uh, business environment factors that's number one. Number two, it helps you to ease the coordination of activities. Once you have the blueprint, you have the plan in place, it helps, it, it brings about the ease of coordination of activities and shared purpose by effective strategy, uh, making. There is strategic planning, there is strategic making. Alright? It helps you, alright, to make the necessary and constructive decisions along the line based on the plans you have had. Number three, transformative team culture and refocusing. Now, over time, because of your strategy and all that and plans, you, there is a culture that it will be brought about. Do you understand? You, according, because of your goals and all that, there is a kind of life you will start living. Now, if you have a team and you introduce that into a team that you are working together, then it brings about a culture. You understand? Your, your, your goals and all that can keep you awake in the night. Your, it can bring about a culture of probably some of you, you know, have to uh, take certain measures or certain, you know, um, 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 drastic, or you have a change of lifestyle. There's an adjustment or alteration to, you know, probably reduces your uh, social, um, lifestyle. Do you understand? Something like that. There's that certain uh, cultural alteration that it will bring about. It will bring about transformation of the team culture and then bring about refocusing. Number four, um, this strategic planning brings about compelling compelling team members. Now, when I say team member, I'm talking in terms of uh, you'll have people you're working with and all that. And let me tell you something. It's not good to work alone. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Liverpool is willing. It's not good to work. They are even working with other fans of other football clubs. It's not good to work alone. Now, let me tell you this. Bible says one which is a thousand and two which is 
10,000. Now, that scripture is not just for marriage. You can use it in the context of marriage. Scripture says, where two, three are gathered in my name, there I am. Whatever they agree to do shall be done unto them. So there's that principle in the scripture that is established that one person cannot get a major massive things done by himself alone. Do you understand? It's throughout the scripture. Throughout the scripture. All right? Daniel needed somebody. Joseph needed people. You know, like that. Check it. Jesus needed people. So please establish that. So compelling team members, uh, it compels team members, uh, members growth as a result of higher demands for greater problem solving skills. It propels or compels team members growth as a result of higher demands, because look, this is what happens when you set higher goals and then you have to actually be trained and expose yourself to a certain level of body of knowledge in order to achieve those goals, then your skills will start shining and then there will be higher demands. That's for people who are really serious, there is something always higher than your present level that will be compelling you as it will bring about the compelling of such as a result of what you have been exposed to and which is based on the strategic plan that you have. And that demands will be greater problem-solving skills. The last one is gaining competitive advantage. So you'll be ahead of all your competitors. Okay? Now, this is, before I talked about this cupboard, let me just um, quickly, because time is going. And I know by the time I'm done, some of you just, you will not know where to ask questions from, I'm sure. But then, because I want it to be very clear with you. For SMEs, strategic planning, for SMEs, number one thing is this. Let your goal be clear. Your goals and your objectives must be clear. Just like we discussed it. Number two, team building. You must, after you are done with your goal, I know funding and all that is part of it, but then there is something you must consider. People, either you need human resources as Partners, as management, colleague, or as staff. You must consider people who one way or the other will contribute something to what you are doing in order to bring about finishing. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must consider them. Whether they are skilled or not, not that skilled, all right? Whether they are professionals or probably artisans or whatever. You must consider them. So you have to build a team. Now, this has to, this is, you know, you can call it workforce because if you say workforce, so you are soldiers, you are fighting. So involving right people, you have to consider this, qualification, skills, experience, and personalities. Number three, number three, strategic conversation and right environment Strategic conversation and right environment. Now, you know what you want to achieve. You know what you want to do. But you can't keep most of those things that are like plans in your heart or all those, you know, um, aspirations or thoughts to yourself. So if you are actually working with one or two more persons, you have to humble yourself. Oh, this is not about, you see, it's me, 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 me. You have to humble yourself. There are people who just have a button to press out of all your 20 buttons that will bring out everything out. There are, it's just one person that will just press a button. You have been trying to press 20. And you must pay the person. And you must come in agreement with the person. And you must be open with the person. Because lack of trust and some uh, superiority complex can kill a lot of um, um, self-employed or business people. Even career people. 
People easily find they share information with you and tell you, say, ah, you say, I just did this course. I just did this course. Blah, blah. I just, you know, took this course. Blah, blah. And then you got to know as a career person. You say, ah, oh, so what's he going to do? What's the plan? What's, and then you are exposed to it. And then the people will give you information. As you are rising, they will be rising. So there's nothing to hold. Some of people, people find it difficult to trust people. They hold information, do this, do that. They find it difficult to share things. And they develop this habit right from their family. While they were in school, they still, somebody gave them the material, they still hold it from other people. That's not a good way to, 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 to behave as a believer. I'm telling you things that affect believers in the business, in the business place. And if you go and meet those guys, the Muslims in Isaleko and all those people, they are like this. So, say to that now, eh? you must have strategic conversation and in the, uh, in the right environment and or in the right environment uh, with those team, number team members. Number four, now, you must gather relevant target market data. Now, that, this is where I have problem with feasibility studies. People do feasibility studies without facts. You do feasibility studies with sentiments. You do feasibility studies with, there are products that they consume more in Kano than they consume it in Lagos. You don't say because you are emotionally attached to Lagos and you now, do you get what I'm saying? You must work with facts. And that is why to really achieve your goal, you need critics in your life. In fact, they can be in your team. Many of you might not know, there are people who are critical in this church who are driving things, whether you like it or not. They just look at things, they can't just see it the way you are seeing it. And until you convince them to see it the way you are seeing it, then there is no movement. You yourself, in convincing them to see it the way you are seeing it, you get better. You have more boldness to be able to achieve it. And let me tell you, except the person is a destructive critic. If you are a constructive, you meet a constructive critic. If you convince the person to be on board, the person will drive it almost like you will drive it. It's not like the critic you know, have you? So gather relevant target market data. There's difference between market and target market. When I say market, I'm not talking about where they sell pepper. I'm talking about your customers, your clients, data. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you'll be specific. And I'm not just talking about market, your clients and whatever. I'm talking about the target you have for that particular goal to be achieved. You want to get married, you must have, is a goal. You must have a target. Or you think I'm joking. Else you go and marry an elderly woman. <laughs> Number five. Have a workable plan. This is a strategic plan for SMEs. You must have a workable plan. This is where we resume. This is where we close. This is our daily itinerary. This, are this and this and this we achieve in the first two months. This and this and this and this. Are you getting what I'm saying? A workable plan. This is very important. You know, I found out that strategic planning is like a whole course. It's not a course. You know, I did it as a course in MBA, but then I realized that it's more or less like a department where you take several courses so you can graduate as a strategic planner. I said, mm. number five, have a workable plan. 
from ideation to future. And what is the plan going to be about? Financial projection. SWOT analysis. They thought that, they taught you that one in school. Market competitive analysis. Vision and action plan. Now, strategic planning is a waste if there is no action plan. If it's not geared towards action and execution. Are you getting what I'm saying? Vision and action plan. Funding investments. are funding generally. But you can look at investment, partnership, and all that, or loan. Ways by which the money will come. You must have a plan for it. Now, I know you have been taught about plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. There is nothing wrong with that. Why you do all those things, you can, okay, if loan does not click, then partnership will click. Are you getting what I'm saying? If partnership does not click, then investment will click. You know, it's so funny that there are people in this church that if you talk to six people, you can raise the money for the business you want to do. The only thing is you need to convince them. And they need to walk through it with you. Because they can't just be saying, your money is safe, your money is okay. You, they, need, they need to walk through it with you. I'm just telling you the idea now. That you don't just give somebody money. You need to be part of the decision. The thought process. Because there's a way, I mean, just like uh, Pastor Kasman said, the, best, the business can go bad. And you just you say, it's my brother. You know, the thing will be painful. You know, I'm not joking. So funding. Customer client satisfaction. Those are the things you have as part of your workable plan. All right? Customer, then executive summary. Now, your conclusion or summary of the whole stuff. Number six, focus on value offering and growth. You have to focus on value offering and growth. So what are you people don't pay until value is offered? Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Money is defined as an exchange for value or exchange of value. How do you define money? All right, so if there is no value, there is no transaction. All right, you have to focus on value offering and uh, growth. Number seven, structure and organize activities around your objectives and actionable plan. You're going out and coming in, we know it's blessed. But as you are going out, what you do when you go out must be according to your, are you getting what I'm saying? Not that you receive a phone call that you are needed in Maduguri only for you to realize you have spent three days. By the time you are back, your goal is having a serious setback. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let me tell you, some of you, you look at your village, five years you will not go there. If you have a very solid plan, say village, you're on your own. Let me tell you, we're doing one year anniversary for my dad and there's a need for me to be in Ife. At the same time, there's a program holding in Ife. I cannot go to do a one-year anniversary of my dad, no matter how I love him, without organizing activities around the fulfillment of my own goal. Are you getting what I'm saying? I had to pour my heart out to God. And then God now told me. This is how I know I got the approval. He told me what to preach Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Specific. There was then I now realized that, God, didn't you want to, you didn't want us to cancel Believer's Feast. You remember we used to do Believer's Feast at the beginning of the year in Ife. We used to do Believer's Feast. Because it just looked like that. 
I remember when, uh, was it Beria? During Beria, I was ministering in effect. I was ministering in effect. There is nothing that is going on. I learned that from Don Colioni, all those godfathers, all those political, uh, they, uh, why they are celebrating, why they are doing ceremony, their businesses are running. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, no, shut down business. Go for ceremony. You are here for business, so within a short time now, you'll be 50. God help you. You are not looking like this. At the age of 50. You know, it's just done on you. He said, hmm? Otoro. Uh-huh. Number eight, gamify. Now, what does this mean? It means that you share your team vision. You share, you share with your team. All right? No, you share your team vision with more people and build a corporate scorecard. That's why I'm going to refer to the scorecard. Include motivation or incentive. Celebrate little, little wins or every win to engage your teammates. So what this one is saying is you gamify, you, you take what you guys are doing that you think you are champion and take it to people that you know can just look at what's all this. And you get what I'm saying? And then when you take it to them, you know, you have done your best. You have put your best brains together and then you go to them and then they sit you down. You know why? They are not intimidated by your vision. They are not, they are not going to steal it. They are far, far bigger. They are far, far better. But when you share with those intelligent people and those people with experience, they will tell you, you got it wrong here. You got it wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? And then as you go on, every little, little wins, you celebrate it and then appreciate your teammates. Number nine, execute relentlessly. I wanted to put ruthlessly, but let's just use relentlessly. Execute relentlessly. Relentlessly. Hmm? Execute relentlessly. I like what Mike Tyson said. He said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Execute relentlessly. So what that means is that once you get punched, boom! Said, Lord, I must not die here. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? They ask a general, they say, What's your plan? Now that you are carrying everybody, he said, As we cross the bridge to face their opposition, we burnt the bridge. Our plan is no coming back. We die there. You know, many people say things with their mouths, they are not their heart is not committed to it. He said, We die here. You know, it was a slang. I think it's still Islam. We die there. With the way you pursue your businesses, it's not showing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. There are things that, you know, God inspired my heart. And this is not just, we are not just doing this. There is a divine orders or divine instruction concerning it. God told me there are a lot of people who have businesses as skeletons. But without flesh, those businesses will not be attractive. You have to put good flesh. Then we'll talk about fleshing up your business. All right? So, my fear is this. So that when we, you know, nobody is talking. We are doing things like we put strategic plan on the, on the poster and nobody is talking. You know what I found out? Start having a 3,000, 4,000 members, then people will start talking. Now, see what they are doing in church. Strategic plan. Strategic plan. What is that? Preach the word. 
preach the word. They are broke. <laughs> Execute relentlessly. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. My ties. The last one, review your strategies team periodically. 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 All right. Mm. I don't want to say too many things. I'm thinking of just leaving this scorecard so that we just ask questions. We just ask questions. There are diagrams I would have loved to show us. And that's the reason why I need the governor. So that the governor can be helping me to prepare some of these things. And then we can see pictures. Pictures will help us. All right. So while we are planning for this, I want us to quickly talk. Ah, time is gone. Question. Let me just stop here. Let's look at Shunammite. Because you might be thinking, be thinking about your question. Now, let's look at Shunammite. You have an idea to, we have 200 million people in Nigeria. So you have an idea to supply at least 50 million shoes in Nigeria. That is your goal. Do you understand? That you want to be able to target 60 million, excuse me, 50 million people in Nigeria. That's selfish, Abby. Now, um, if you take it from idea, that idea, what are the steps in planning that you think that person will need to get to where she's going? Yes. Power favor. Mention your name and your steps. Please, Shunamites, start writing. But you see, you have to arrange it in such a way that, and you can use it for any business, this thing we are discussing. Yes. To have a goal of 50 million shoes means by default you, you have to target the mass market. Yeah. So it means that you cannot produce luxury shoes. Okay. It will be cheap shoes that people can easily buy that the average earner because of because, because of, of your target market yes, capacity. Because, yes, because you have said you want to produce 50 million shoes. Okay. So you need to focus on that. So it means that your shoes should not be roughly more than say 5,000, 4,000 and the likes. IDP camps, can they afford 5,000 shoes in IDP camps? But you have made a point. Do you understand? You have to consider the capacity of your market. Now, you know, iPhone sells to the top of the, you know, there's something, there's something, if you look at the society, the, is it strata, we call it or something, the capacity. The iPhone sells to the top. There's a percentage they sell to. All right? And then there is this, this other phone. Is it Samsung also? Is it Techno? Techno and uh, I think Samsung is somewhere in between. Then I think... Eh? Everybody has their own class. But do you know that? Do you know? I think Samsung is for everybody. Abby. The average... Uh, but I want us to think like Samsung, something that the rich will be, we like to hold, and then something that the 
very poor, the middle class. Let's just look at the poor, the middle class, and the rich. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> we are the rich. <laughs> A middle class and then the poor. So if you are producing shoes, your shoes must actually cut across too. Not just, just cheap. You can have, lo- you can have luxury brand. You can have any other person quickly because we have a lot of points to raise. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, well, um, the first thing is if you are going to produce for 60 million people, you should think from the level of the holdings level because of time. I won't be able to explain. At the lower cadre of entrepreneurship, most people operate at self-employed level. So for you to get that kind of target, you have to think towards the source of leather, the business of cow, the things that are the main level of holdings. For example, Chivita has farm that produces different drinks. Ferragamo does come for our skin, hide and skin. Ferragamo, they don't... I get what you're saying. Yes, sir. You go to the source. Exactly. For example, the paracetamol we take, some of the drinks we take, they have... There are companies that you don't know that you cannot take five, six, seven, ten drinks without a product of their substance content in that drink. In that, yes. So for yes. you to target 60 million people and be able to give you must engage those classes, people. you must make sure that you, engage you get operate from the holdings level, yeah. not the self-employed state. Yeah. Thank you. So that means you, there are certain, well, there are some middlemen you can still have, but you go straight to the manufacturers. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I want to say two things, like to commentary with what Pastor Pico said. Now, if you want to produce 60 million, what to reach 60 million people, um, you have to put a time frame. Because you might achieve your aim at the end of maybe 50 years time. Then you can be selling your two pairs of shoes. You can achieve that. You know, Actually, years. let me tell you something. You, you see, see, sorry, what he just said now, let me tell you something. What he just said now, the goals we set, they are quick, quick. Most of the goals we set, they are just, it means you don't have a big vision. If you have a big vision, it's not a goal of one year, two years, three years. I just force you to think by mentioning 50 million. If you want to start talking, everybody will start talking now, we'll say, if you want to reach 50,000 people, and then you start thinking, Ikeja, Ikeja company. Group of company. Are you getting to just Ikeja? Do you understand? Tolulope and Boyede Association. Do you get what I'm saying? I just mentioned 50 million so that your mind can be blown up. Because that's what we have. That's what the reason for teaching this, eh? The goal is so big. That's why I mentioned. So you have to, for past, may to have said you cut off your, you reach, and then you also mentioned you reach out to every, you know, um, Keda, every level of people. You understand? Uh-huh. So the same thing is applicable, like you are saying. Yes. Uh-huh. So if you set up a time frame for goal setting, you know, every goal have to have a time frame. So, but you know that that kind of time frame is not something that will be so short. Do you get what I'm saying? It's something that you work towards within a, your plan will review that actually. Yes. Uh-huh. But where I'm going is, if you set 15, the time frame will tell you if it's achievable because there's no word to achievable. Now, if you say in 10 years, we know that you must have had a company, you have a company, a running company that is producing a mass. And if you don't have it, there are, there are companies that are producing a mass which you can leverage on 
No, you will need to get rid of those ones. Because there is a way you have to go about. That's what we are talking about. When you sit down, you create a team, you get a group of investors. You, do you understand? Yes. Uh-huh. And then, you say what? Uh-huh. You, you, do you understand? Then the last one. Yes. Um, there are people that have classes. You have built class. There are people that know how to reach other people. Like an example, Pastor Mario started a um, photo frame, whatever. And um, we took ourselves to worry. Because we know that worry likes others. They like to show and all those. And we took it. We sold more than we used to have sold around us here. Okay. Because we know that people around us. Oh, are, that you understand the class. Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 So, so we can afford what we want to play. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you, is, you need to understand the environment where your market will sell well. Yes, thank you very much. Now, I'm in line with what you said. You know, I mentioned it in passing that you understand your target market. Do you get what I'm saying? You see what I want you people to know? Eh? Is that this thing I've told you, I can turn it into an assignment. I can turn it into an assignment. Because I think that you will not really, your, your mind will not really, really be engaged. Yeah. You, you know what we're talking about? You have factory in almost every state. You have warehouses in almost every state. You control the retail. You control, do you understand? You control a lot of things. You get government policy to favor you. You, do you understand? It's not, you'll be fighting with international brands. And then you'll be fighting with all those Okechuku uh, in Abia, Aba, that makes all those kind of, you know, those issues. You'll be fighting with them. So instead of fighting some of them and getting them jobless, you might have to incorporate them. Do you get what I'm saying? So what are things? Which kind of, how do you finance this kind of book? Then you have some other things you can, you can, you can offer it. I'm just, I'm just, I just want us to think. I think we'll dedicate maybe one or two classes for thinking. So, and you'll come here and you'll start. Because I want you to write strategic plan with your, with your goal setting. Yes. Um, I think the shoe market in itself is really segmented. So you have female male shoes. If you're going to reach 50 million people, if you're going to be efficient about it, you, your production line might not likely be suitable for producing both male and female shoe or adult and children shoe. Mm. So you have to first determine what segment of that market your you face. want to play. Then the next thing is, say for example, I feel children's shoe is like a very good niche because it's quite expensive and there are very few producers in it in Nigeria. So if you're going to go into that, say for 50 million children, the population is obviously increasing every day. So babies are guaranteed, people are born in. So your market is steady. No, and you have to think about it that way. If Especially not, in the north. If I, for a grown-up man, if I get two shoes, I might not buy another shoe in another two years. But babies. For babies, yes. There are like 16,000 babies born in Nigeria every minute. Check out for yourself. So I think that is a very good market. <laughs> then how to fund it? The truth is, you, that's where you think. You really have to think. The banks might come in because the truth is you don't have the money. You, there's no way you can have the money to don't create write, your first Don't project. write a business that you have the money. You cannot have the money. If you're, if you're having the money, it's not a business to me. Uh, it's not a business. Don't so me. for a shoe business for children, I think you have to locate your factory in the north. You just have to start thinking about what's your primary essential activity. 
leather. Mm. If that's the kind of shoe you want to do, you cannot be in the south and transporting leather because you know the cost of transport, insecurity, mm. insurance, all the other things that will have to come into it. Mm. So your factory has to be somewhere close to the source of your raw material in this case because if you wait, bringing it down here would be cheaper than producing it here and, and bringing the raw material. Then um, back to finance. I think this is where you have to leverage on government policies. You have to be bold, really bold. Because now government is trying to push craft and the rest. So that is the line you style your business and you go to BOI and you sit down with them and be ready to hear them waste your time, although you have to be there. But I think that is, you leverage on what you have in the environment. Government for agriculture, government is trying to push it. So if you have an agricultural business, this is the time. Banks are trying to increase their loan to deposit ratio. This is the time. Find a way to structure your business around it. I feel information is a very critical thing you need. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I think um, penetrating into the shoe market for 50 million people, you have to be specific. Like, is it that in the next five years, I want every home, every individual to have my products in their house? So that's like targeting 50 million people. Like, every home in the next five years, that means like this, at least one person in this house has my products in the house. Yeah. So it's a kind of a long-term goal. It's not something that you can do Definitely. within a short while. Yeah. So there's something about starting little, not like maybe not looking at setting up a factory at first. Probably if the goal is to penetrate every home in the next five years, which means you can start small. Yes. You can start from the yes, children's yes, section. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, let me start by probably importing shoes, even before thinking of producing my own. Let me just import about 1,000. How well can I penetrate this market? Learn their strategy. How do they make it? How durable is it? How can I improve on my own? And then when you're targeting about 50 million people, it means it has to be affordable. Yeah. Which means if you're coming into the market, you have to look at the prices in the market, then bring your own. Like, how can I compete with every with other existing, person in this market? Yes. So if a baby shoe is going for 2,000 euros, and I want to target every home, which means I have to sell something of about 1,5 or 1,2. So which means I have to buy what they are selling for 2,000 euros. Look at it. Study it over time. What is the material? What is the quality? The packaging? Because these days, sometimes the way we present our product determines who buy it. Yeah. There's nothing stopping us from selling iPhones if we get the right market. I tell people it's not about the price; it's about who you sell to. It's about how you stand. There's a way a customer walks into your shop and something of ten thousand you can sell for fifteen thousand with the right approach. Yes. You just convince the person and say, this is my product, yes. this is why you should have this product, and then you just sell it. So I think 50 million shoes is not a short-term goal. It's like saying in the next five years, every home in this country has to have my product, which yes. means I can start small. Let me just import about 100 shoes, sell it, test run it, then list by it to go to a shoemaker, test my own. Thank you very much. Now, see, this is where strategic planning comes in, you know? As you are selling, importing 1,000 shoes, what is on your mind is 50 million homes. Because if that is not on your mind, there will never be a change. There will never be transformation. Everything I shared, you won't have that. Because that might have to follow. Because she said, study it. You do analysis of the market. You study the shoes of the competitors. You can even go to the probably Italy or whatever where you can get materials cheaper and then you find out where they get it cheaper, all right, and all that. You have to cut middlemen 
and go to the uh, sources of those things. You get it. Uh, so it's a long time ago, right? But that doesn't stop you from starting small. Do you get what I'm saying? But it, the truth is this. If you really, really understand the market very well, you understand, you have access to the sources, you can jump from importing 5,000 to start manufacturing 5,000. You know there's a difference between importing and manufacturing 5,000. Then you can now jump if people begin to assess, there might be a demand based on the skills. You know I talk, spoke about it. A compelling demand for higher products based on what you have done so far. So you can be releasing 5,000 and then you have 20,000 people waiting for your shoes within a specified time. And then with that, you have to be forced to move up. So somebody can move from 20,000 shoes and start producing 200,000 shoes. That 50 million is not something that, when you're not planning, you're going to say, in the next 50 years, in 50 million. You will never make, you will produce the remaining in heaven. <laughs> well, you just try to correct something so that I don't say because we are not saying long time. Ah, <laughs> longest time, Lele, my dear, 50 million pastor. <laughs> it's my son that will continue. All right. Our time is up. Let me tell you this. I'm not sure how the whole thing will go now. But then there is a need for us to be deliberate about some of these things that we hear. You know, because it's free. If you go to a place where you have to pay, you will be very serious. One of it is that you will take notes. Do you understand? I wanted to use this tool. Just keep this one. Then let's just look at this one. Goals, then to desired outcomes, to strategies, measures, and targets, results. All those things I shared with you is summarized there. Because I don't have time to explain the details. Okay? There are still people that want to talk. But what we'll do is that we'll continue the next we know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's Word by Pastor Toka Ophisaya, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234-8035-858047 or send a mail to tokawaofisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.